Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 212 of the Talking the Line podcast on this beautiful Friday of Bets, also known as, so you don't have to check your calendar for the first time here today, January the 28th, 2020. Can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by today and kick off your weekend the right way with the TTL crew, cashing nothing but tickets and getting nothing but good vibes, good energy, and positivity. Now, before we get into all of that, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you are watching on YouTube, you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the TTL crew. Or if you're watching on one of our social media platforms, make sure you hit that like button, that follow button there so you never miss any of our additional social media content. Or if you're listening to the pod on your favorite podcast directory, make sure you hit that subscribe button there too as we release the audio of every episode after each live show is complete. Next item up on the docket, you can be so kind, you can find it in your heart to do so while you're watching today's show. Go ahead and uh, hit that other like button. Leave us a comment. Leave us a rating. Jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live. We'd love to connect with you guys live on the show. Hit that share button too. Send it on over to your brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers, aunts, uncles, friends, enemies, neighbors, people who live on the opposite side of the damn globe as you, which you would refer to as a good old-fashioned ticket cash and degenerate because that's what we are here at the TTL pod, and we can't thank you enough when you do all of those things because it only helps us make TTL sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you last certainly not least head on over down there to this episode's description where you will locate the talking the line link tree within that link tree you will find the talkingtheline.com website all of the ttl crew social platforms and our additional content so you can consume all of that jazz in a one convenient location however and whenever you please Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people, joining us for episode number 212, I am your humbled, honored, hyped, and always handicapping host, Colton Captain Colt Soroka, and I can't thank you enough once again for choosing to stop by, hang out with me and my partner, get some picks, get some insights, some analysis, dive into more rabbit holes than we all can count together, but most importantly, take a little bit of a mental vacation and get some good vibes. Now... One final bit of uh, duties here on this morning's formalities. I've said partner, I've said us, I've said we, I've said crew far too many times. 
without acknowledging the presence of the man on the show here with me. He sits in the box to my left, to your right, when you are viewing this show, but you know him around these parts and around this time of the year as the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend, the no longer but still will forever be at this right point in time right now, TTL Cheesehead Faithful himself, and also the TTL Southsider Faithful himself, Mr. Riley, or Mags, Magnuson. Partner! How you doing over there today, pal? My man, it is Friday. I am doing absolutely fantastic. We've got loaded slates upon loaded slates coming up. I don't have a single complaint other than, uh, you know, the things that you mentioned that I'm still complaining about since Sunday. But, you know, beyond that, or Saturday uh-huh. night, I guess it was. But beyond that, dude, I, it's Friday. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling fantastic. Hey. Oh, come on. You ain't even got to ask. I'm doing spectacular. Uh, it is a beautiful day to be alive. The rest is up to me and the I'm choosing to spread positivity. Hey, I said it uh, on our friend, good friend Jeff Dawson's show yesterday. You got one more piper to pay, my friend, and that is him. You got to uh, talk about them Packers one more time and all of his wonderful fans out there. So uh, strap in, buddy. You got one more one more time to go. But, hey, I understand. I know it's it's uh it's a, it's a hard road to come back from, but I'm glad to see that the frown is slowly turning upside down and, 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 it's, and it's coming back into a nice little smile. And even if you got to force it on your face, <laughs> I'm still happy with it. I love the vibes. I love where we're at. We got a hell of a show. Now, before we get into today's show, we got to recap all the yesterday's best bets, us being a full transparency show. And also, without further ado, my friends, it's time to recap. The TTL Crew's best bets of the day from January the 27th, 2022. Now live on your screen, partner, almost coming away with the clean sweep 2-0. He got hooked just by that much. Uh, overall, right off the jump, what's uh, what say you, pal, right here uh, on Nebraska and Wisconsin? Yeah, I've got no regrets other than, uh, you know, if uh, you waited until about uh, 30 minutes before a tip off, uh, tip off. Uh, I would have gotten a better number, but you know, that's the, uh, that's the way she goes. Sometimes, uh, one free throw in the final minute, Nebraska missed. Otherwise I think they would have gotten some goofy backdoor action going on, but, yeah. uh, I'll die on my sword on that one. Uh, you know, kind of okay. Going one and one on that one. That was, a. I didn't love the board yesterday, so yeah. I'm happy yeah. to, uh, you know, kind of wipe my hands clean and move on to the next day, if you will. Hey, I don't blame you, my man. 50, uh, 50% is still pretty doggone solid. Better than, uh, you know, the old Moneyline Dice are doing here lately. Hey. Just uh, hey. goodness gracious. Hey. Owen, too. You see it on there. Moneyline Dice. Uh, they wrapped up a 1-5 in five week. Wanted to shout them uh, out early. No Moneyline Dice roll today. Uh, wanted to rep them because we still love you guys. We still appreciate the hell out of you. But they are ice cold. So no Moneyline Dice roll today. Finished the week 1-5, and 0-2 oh yesterday. Uh, but not for your boy. Your boy's back uh, hey, on the hey. winning side, in the solid winning side, not 50-50, definitely in the green, even more in the black. Uh, short of UNC Asheville starting their games, I, I don't know what, I honestly don't even know how to explain it because they start their games the slowest I've ever seen a team, and, and they've done it four times, back to back to back to back to back now. And, and I don't know why I expect something different, but they come out and they go down by 17, and then they end up making 12 threes in a row in the second half, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, they're making it a, a single-digit game, and oh my gosh, the Bulldogs are coming back, and then they just miss a couple key free throws or something critical, and they lose by uh, the game by four, six, five, somewhere in there. And that's what we saw last night 
Other than that, Middle Tennessee, sweaty game, but uh, got the outright win by two points. Uh, UTA, sweaty game, but got the outright win by a handful. And then Santa Clara, 177-76. I absolutely loved yesterday's board. Uh, Three and one day from your boy. Overall for the crew, four and two day on straight play. So sure seems like a damn positive day. I don't know when people are going to keep consistently coming around when we're dishing out these plays or not, partner, but we're just giving out free winners and we'll just keep doing it uh, for the long term. So appreciate all of you that are sticking around for now. Uh, Boardbender parlay, not as uh, not as we anticipated. No. Uh, James Madison really shot us in the foot. I don't know what that team was doing against Drexel. The Drexel Dragons are nothing this year, and the Dukes absolutely fell asleep on their home hardwood. And then uh, that under 229 steamed over. Oh, my goodness gracious. I think it, it ended up going like 240 or 250. It, it, it was 239, 10 I, points I, over. Warriors way. might be back, dude. Warriors might be back in the groove. I don't know. They very well might be, but... Uh, Something we don't have to say. The TTL crew is not back. We continue to stay hot. We're good to go. We're yeah. rocking and rolling. We stay cashing tickets. There you go. All of yesterday's best bets of the day. Okie dokie, artichokies. Well, hell, we got a uh, we got a loaded show here today, so I won't waste any more time with the uh, formalities and uh, letting more unnecessary wind come out of my face. Uh, we got all of Friday's best bets to give to you guys. So our mags has got two uh, two NBA plays. He's dishing out for you. I got three college basketball plays. I know not the most favorable board, but I think I got three solid plays. I'm looking forward to a nice three and zero clean sweep. And then uh, we'll get into the special play of the day. Haven't done it because we've had just a boatload of NFL here recently, yeah. but we're bringing back the Friday four-pack, two college basketball legs, one NFL leg, or NFL leg, one M- NBA leg. I'm fucking, I'm all over the place because I can't believe we're doing this, and one <laughs> NHL leg. Holy shit. Cool, I don't know. Who am I? Maybe you hey. just uh, take a wild guess. I don't know. We'll talk about it third segment yeah. of the day. Uh, we'll recap all of those, and then, no money line dice roll, we'll get into a full NFL Conference Championship Weekend Deep Dive. We'll go both games. We'll go the spread. We'll talk the total. We'll talk the props, just like we always have done. We'll take some time to go through that. Neither me or Mags have any uh, staunch opinions right now. We have not made any bets. We're not bought in anywhere. So this is going to be totally off the cuff as per usual, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I know Mags is too. So stick around for that. That'll kind of segue us into the second half of the show since we won't be ditching out like hard stone cold analysis by any means. So kind of in our Mag sidebar, our usual banter, latest sports and gambling news, TTL announcements. Uh, We'll get Mags out of here for um, his appearance on the Midday Market Report at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time with our good friend Jeff Dawson. But not before Motivation Minutes to wrap up the whole show. Second of the two weekly John Wooden quotes coming from your boy. Okay. Outside of that, partner, anything I missed? Any late breaking news? Uh, what say you? I've got nothing, my man. I think we're ready to rock. I got no uh, breaking news, as per usual, as these days have been moving along at this point. I guess I'll save for yesterday. I guess we had some news yesterday, huh? Just a little something, something. Uh, Just yeah, a little yeah. something, something. Let me wet the whistle real quick. Marsha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, my friends, before we quit the nonsense, cut the banter, and stop the drama that you could go to every other sports media outlet and get, I kindly ask you. To lift your mugs up high. And to me. To you. And to all you beautiful people sipping the black elixir of the guys, whatever time you are ingesting this part of the TTL pod, take your sip, and I'll be right back. Whoa! Okay, yep, uh-huh. Mm. You know, sometimes it just... Sometimes 
It just tastes like victory, baby. <laughs> Shout out Dickie V. Hey, uh, I, I think he had some good news as far as uh, he is concerned yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. He did. He's got to take... He's got to take the whole season off because he just... He gets too excited, baby. Oh, can you believe it? Can you? It's another three, baby. Could you just, no, could you just imagine him watching college basketball from wherever he oh, is not at the mind. game? Like, just losing, losing his, his mind by, oh. his own, by himself? So good. So good. Probably to be a fly on the wall. Shout oh. out Dickie V. T's and P's. But I uh, don't know why I went down the Dickie V rabbit hole either yeah. way. <laughs> it tastes like victory. I don't know. It tastes like... Oh, sometimes it just tastes like victory. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Uh, sometimes, you know... I'm just seeing nothing but winners here today. So, sure. partner, I think you got a 2-0 day coming up on tap for us. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Maybe somebody else has something to say. But I say fooey. I think it's nothing but ticket cashing coming from your side of the screen. So, my friends, strap in for the first segment of the day. Our mags, best bets of the day. Let me get this kind fellow over to this side of the screen. And, uh, partner, let it rip. Let him have it. And as always, you have the floor. All righty, my friend. Two NBA plays may uh, piss off a few of our friends here on the second pick, but uh, business Yikes. is business. I don't like it, but we'll uh, I'll, I'll get into that in the second one. First up, though, uh, going to Boston and Atlanta, Celtics and the Hawks. I was kind of racking my brain for 20, 30 minutes on the spread partner because I've been really liking what the Atlanta Hawks have been doing on both sides of the floor lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for a good chunk of the season, I've been uh, kind of not really bought into the Celtics, but over the last week or two, they've kind of found something in their defense, my friend. They are turning things around on the defensive floor at the very least, and I'm buying into it again here tonight. I'm going to the under, 219. There you go. Uh, seeing it across the market, uh, 218 and a half, 218, 217 and a half. So it has dropped down um, from 219, 219 and a half. All over the market, it's dropping down. I personally, personally believe this lower total, uh, so this is a much lower total than the Hawks are used to. A little bit lower than the Celtics are used uh, used to, a little bit uh, kind of right around where they are. However, they have been an under team. Uh, but on this Friday night, I do believe that we are seeing the books trying to kind of fool people with the recent out- offensive output that these teams have done over the last couple of games here. Uh, but contrary to that, so they had been, I, I'm not going to deny it, they've been putting up some big number points, like 120, 130, last couple of games for each of these teams. But those offenses were playing some bad, bad offenses at the time. And right now, these two defenses are two of the hottest uh, defenses in the entire league, partner. Mm -hmm. Boston, right now, number one defensive efficiency over the last three games. And against some uh, solid offensive teams, no slouches. 92 or less allowed in three of their last five, partner. Mm. Uh, One of them's in the 80s. One of them's in the 70s that they have uh, put together on offense last uh, three of the last five. And the two that weren't were 111 or less. So still nothing to sneeze at on the the defense. Defensive then. Oh, yeah. You switch over to Atlanta. Number three defensive efficiency over the last three. That's Sacramento, Charlotte, Miami. So, again, no slouch offenses by any means. Uh, and that's 29th on the season is Atlanta. I mentioned, I think, a week ago or, or so, they're starting to get healthier, and it's really, really lending into their defensive success right now. So they're kind of out kicking their coverage in general right now, and I don't quite see that regression coming just yet here. I think these uh, two defenses are going to clash tonight and hold each other into the low 100s, and uh, I don't think this is going to be all too sweaty, my friend. Uh, Boston, last five games, 4-1 and one to the under, under team on the season, 4-1 and one to the under last five on two days rest. So they are the well-rested team in this matchup, uh, and they've had some success to the under when they are well-rested. 5-2 and two last seven after a straight-up win are the Celtics to the under. So... 
Like I said, I think the Celtics defense, especially like them both, uh, more so Celtics defensively than uh, than Atlanta. I think they hold it down. I lean to the Celtics on the spread for whatever it's worth, but uh, I think the value here is on this under 219 or wherever you're seeing it. I like it down to 216 and a half, I would say. Okay. I like where your head's at for sure. Sounds like uh, kind of the defensive success for both teams here recently is really what uh, has got you bought into this one. and. Yeah. I think I'm bought in with you too, my man. I like uh, where the Hawks and the Celtics both are right now. I think this is a defensive game. Shit, we might not even uh, break 110 on either side. So, uh, hey, I'm bought in with you. There you go. There you have it. You guys should be too. Our mags, first best bet of the day. He's going to the Boston Seas and the Atlanta H's under 219. Partner, keep it moving. Keep it grooving. Your second best bet of the day. Try not to piss too many people off, sir. I try not to piss myself off, my man, because I promise I don't enjoy doing this. Uh, but when it slaps me in the face, I can't ignore it. And uh, I'm fading our Chicago Bulls once again tonight, partner. I don't love it. I did it. Uh, I don't remember if that was the beginning of this week or the end of the last week. Uh-huh. Did it against the Thunder. Got a nice backdoor uh, cover and Bulls win. So I kind of uh, yep. got a nice um, personal middle, if you will. A non-financial middle, but a nice yeah. personal yeah. middle, there if you, you will. Um, which we won't have the opportunity today because I am taking the Spurs plus one. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's not going to happen today. Mm-hmm. I think the Bulls are the NBA trap of the day, partner. We've seen this time and time again over the last couple of weeks since they've had these injuries. And they're playing a, t- a team in the Spurs that offensively at home is actually really, really competent and has a lot of different options to exploit this Bulls team with the lack of depth that they have on defense is the issue. You put, I know Kobe White has ex- excelled, um, or ex- uh, kind of broken out as a nice offensive factor, but he's playing around 30 minutes a game and he's terrible defensively you can't deny it uh these teams are hunting him down there's other guys uh that are playing off the bench that just aren't as as competent defensively and it's really hurting the bulls i mentioned it i think last week you see the uh, two-month roadmap of the bulls defensive efficiency success and it's just a steep downhill drop from the moment they start losing guys bring kobe white back in it's bad it's really really bad Kurt, kurt goldsberry i shouted him out last time i talked about it he, he uh, puts, puts these lists out or charts out. One of his 10 things on the list was Bulls D, really bad. Uh, and it's no it's no <laughs> Dang, understatement, damn. man. Uh, they're exposable right now. Top 10 offensive efficiency are the Spurs at home. So on the road, a little bit of a different story, but you catch them at home and they're really solid offensively. Uh, Bulls two and five and two five and one last eight on the road against the number one and five last six following an ATS win. Um, they haven't really been stringing these along, so that's one thing you're seeing right there. Oh three and one last four as a road favorite. Big trap spot have been the Bulls in a lot of these matchups against under 500 teams straight up. Uh, the Spurs 11 and five last 16 following an ATS win and a big old sample size on Friday. Partner 45 22 and one last 68 on Friday. Uh, so as I mentioned, I do not enjoy betting against the Bulls. It is a really tough watch when I do. I, it is such a conflicting. I feel disgusting, but I just can't ignore it when I see it like this, man. And I'm going all in on the Spurs plus one here. Well, you know, my friends, if uh, the homer of all homers, he's more of a homer than I am on the Bulls, and he's fading them for myself the a die second. Hard, man. <laughs> he's fading them for the second time this week, and yes, you are a diehard and a half. So uh, if you see that happening, and he cast the first ticket. I think he's going to be cashing the second ticket. Hammer it in. San Antonio Spurs plus the one. Our mag second best bet of the day. Partner, anything else you got to uh, lay down or relay in regards to your two best bets of the day, sir? 
Not really. Have you ever seen a split or a sample size that big for one of these weekday trends? No, though? that's that's absolutely <laughs> insane. I, maybe w- once or once maybe or twice, once, yeah. but I mean that's insane for a Friday trend. Right. That is that is wild in the NBA. So hey, you're uh, you're a man after my own heart when it comes to those trends. So there you go, there you have it. Our mag's best bets of the day. Let's keep it moving with the second segment of the day, my friends. We're going to keep the Nikes and Jordans on, but we're going to go to the better version of basketball, in my humble opinion, as uh, Miss Matilda makes a quick appearance with her uh, mouse here today. Uh, We're going to go to my best bets of the day. All right, my friends, to the college basketball hardwood we go, and I got three Bets coming at you. Uh, first one, we are going to, I have the Patriot League Punisher, baby. Okay. Kicking hey. off. To, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Quick pause, dude. Since yeah. you've been doing these. Pretty dope, right? And yeah, and, 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 and cashing some fucking tickets doing it at the same yeah, time, too. Right, so, hey, right. Patriot League Punisher, baby. I'll keep it coming. Uh, <laughs> first things first. No, no bows. No, no, no. I got to shout mm. somebody out. I shouted mm-hmm. her out at, earlier. She's getting spots on this show like crazy. You shouted hey, her out seriously. early on in the week. Uh, me and at Parlays for Days one on Twitter. Uh, she is a Chicago gal, Capper as well. Uh, we're opposing on this matchup, and I'm not saying I'm 150% right, but I'm 200% right. So you better side <laughs> with me and not her. So <laughs> not just fucking with you. Uh, some other plays that uh, she's got that I really really love, but this one, um, I think you guys are gonna end up siding with me, and I think Max is also too, because if you've been watching this show. For the entire college basketball season, you know that the Boston Damn You Terriers, we have a nickname for them, have been our guys. And right not, now... Not Damn Y-O-U, Damn no, no. Capital U. Yes, yes, Damn... <laughs> um, I'm not trying to correct you. I'm making sure yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. trying no, to emphasize for you. Yeah, 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 I know, but I don't think anybody was thinking I was okay. saying Damn Them, okay. but for sure. Appreciate it. Thanks for having my back. Uh, either way, Boston uh, is a little bit inconsistent as of late, and they are not that same team that they were at the beginning of the year. Uh, Colgate has really started to come around uh, after some early season struggles. You did not want to touch them with a 10-foot pole to start the year, and now they're playing their best ball of the season, so I'm in the boat on them. They've actually won outright and covered four of their last five. The last time they were in this kind of a pick spot, they won 69-50 to against Navy. Pretty similar style team there uh, to Boston. The uh, Ra- uh, the Raiders, I was going to say Red Raiders, they're just the Raiders, 3-9 um, and nine straight up on the road, but they've played some solid competition. NC State, Syracuse, Cornell, Harvard, St. John's, Pittsburgh, Monmouth, Vermont, Lehigh. I mean, some of the best teams in the Patriot League, some of the best teams in the ACC for crying out loud. I mean, this team has been battle-tested, and that's something that Boston just simply has not. They might be 6-3 and three straight up at home, but can you point to where Gordon University is on the map for me? Because I certainly can't. Uh, Binghamton, eh, Bearcats with a C, a little bit uh, lackluster, if uh, you do say so. Not to be confused with the Sam Houston Bearcats with a K. Uh, UMass Lowell and uh, Loyola, Maryland. You'll see that Loyola, Maryland on the uh, schedule for both Boston and Colgate in their recent matchups, and it's not apples to apples. Don't try and compare that game at all. Get out of that mindset. Um, Boston has had three straight wins. Uh, they're three and two straight up, two and three ATS in their last five. Plenty of inconsistency, and I think it's time for them to uh, drop one off the map here today. This is a Patriot League matchup. 
with, uh, as, as you already know, with the Raiders being first in the Patriot League, uh, they have had the third-ranked conference strength of schedule going up against Boston. Five and four straight up in the Patriot League, sixth-ranked conference strength of schedule. Um, not to mention that Colgate is 119th in field goal percentage and 18th in three-point field goal percentage compared to Boston, 171st in field goal percentage, 155th in three-point field goal percentage. So I think this is going to be a shootout, 100%. It's going to be a wild game but the Raiders ability to knock down the three ball is really going to help them not to mention I found out a little something something as I was looking into this this game actually got moved up a day um, this was supposed to be played tomorrow, but with the storms coming into Boston, as we know, be safe, J.D., uh, Jeff Dawson, our guy, uh, they moved it up a day. And actually, this kind of benefits Colgate a little bit because Colgate had a little bit more rest, and Boston actually just played two days ago. So oh, now okay. Colgate gets a little bit more of a rest advantage. They've kind of been chilling. They've already been in Boston ready to rock and roll, so... Something a little bit to uh, to think about there. But you don't believe me on all of that. Uh, I just simply do not think that uh, Colgate's defense is going to uh, to be the one that kind of falters here today, if anything. These teams are both really, really good offensively in uh, the Patriot League. But when you look defensively in the Patriot League matchups themselves, Colgate is up here and Boston is way down here. And defense wins championships. And if you're first in the old Patriot League, you're going for championships. And that's what Colgate is. But you don't believe me for the first time today. Believe the trends. Boston. 17 and 40 against the number their last 57 home games my friend 1-4 and 1 against the number their last 6 following a straight up win and 1 and 4 against the number their last 5 lunes games that is no 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 that's that's monday lunes martes miércoles viernes viernes that is friday <laughs> nice. for you non uh, had to go it in my head i totally have my spanish is not as good as it used to be 1 and 4 ats last 5 friday games colgate 5 and 2 ats last 7 following a straight up win the road team is 6 and 1 against the number the last seven meetings Colgate is eight and two straight up the last 10 meetings overall and five and one straight up last six meetings in Boston they have shot up from the plus one and a half dog at open and now minus two favorite minus one and a half kind of bounced around I want to avoid any nonsense I'm going to the money line and the last time this was a pick em between these two teams Colgate ended up winning 79 to 63 so I think they cruised a victory here today give me the Raiders of the Colgate variety on the money line for my first best bet of the day i like it my man i think i'm jumping in the boat with you on this one and let's go you know these were let's our go. darlings earlier on and it it was more so just a straight undervalued time and time again the first couple of months of the season first month and a half and then once mm -hmm. they started covering these games that story trend completely flipped oh yeah and so i i have no issue fading them anymore at this point in the season my man i am i'm all in the boat with you all right. I love it. I love to hear it. Uh, yeah, this one uh, jumped out. And, and I told you pre-show, I said, man, I want to get involved in the first game of the day. And I was like, ooh, our Boston damn you Terriers, baby. Yeah. Let's go. And I was like, that's not good. Ooh, that's not I good. Ooh, that's not good. I said, uh, I'm not going to get it. Wait. I can just back Colgate. They're the more valuable team in this spot. So that's kind of all that deduction led me to where I am now. Let me ask you, so it's up to two and a half in a lot of spots. If that's where people are playing it. Jeepers. Yeah. Maybe lay the two and a half. Maybe lay the two because I'm because I'm now I, I haven't been able to lock it in yet. I am uh, I personally caught, uh, interested I, still in that two and a half. Fuck, I caught it at minus one fifteen. So yeah, right, quite possibly right, right, right. I caught it early this morning. So yeah, quite right. possibly 
No, not quite possibly. I'm comfortable laying the two and a half. I think they yeah. take care of Boston pretty handily here today, um, especially with that severe of line movement. I mean, it, it's the opening it's the opening matchup, so I think people are going to be like, oh my gosh, the home dog shit. We got to get on them as quick as we can so before like they uh, before they come back down. So there you go. Second best bet of the day from me, my friends. We're calling this one the Mountain West Bookie Murderer. Not literally, just going to murder their bankrolls for the time being. But we are going to the Air Force Falcons plus seven and a half matchup today against the Wyoming Cowboys. Nah, I ain't missing the boat on the Falcons anymore, and I'm not allowing you guys to do it anymore either. I have passed them up time and time again over the course of their last 10 games saying, ah, it can't be. No, no way. They simply can't be doing this. And my friends, the books continue to undervalue them and think that this is the same Air Force team under Joe Scott, but I can assure you it is not. I will talk about their head coach later as part of this analysis, but this is a brand new Air Force team. I don't know why the books keep giving them to them, giving them to us like this, but I will take every point they are willing to give with a little bit of anticipation that they could potentially win this game outright. But we'll stick to all seven points, seven and a half, eight points they're willing to give us here because Air Force is six and two straight up and six and two against the number at home. They've covered six out of their last seven games overall, and all of those were against Mountain West opponents. Boise State, Utah State, Colorado State, the big boys, and they've been covering against them. Wyoming might be one of the big boys, but they'll still be able to cover against them because Wyoming might be four and one straight up on the road, three and two against the number. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, three and two, that's their last five overall on the road, six and one against the number, five and two straight up. But but they were overvalued against Washington, Grand Canyon. Cal State Fullerton, Utah State, and Nevada. And now, my friends, or I'm sorry, they were undervalued in that spot, and now they're being extremely overvalued. They were underdogs in a lot of those games. The reason why they have such a good record, the books made Wyoming underdogs. They've had no faith in them for some reason this year. I don't know why, and they've been winning those games outright. So it's made them look so much better than they are, and now all of a sudden, they're seven and a half, eight point favorites on the road. No way, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Now, I'd be a lion to you if I didn't think this game was going to be a sweat and a half, but that's kind of good. I think this is going to be a back and forth shootout, my friends. Air Force is shooting 44.5%, 36.8 from beyond the arc. Wyoming, 48.5%, 37.1 from beyond the arc. Virtually identical, a little bit better for Wyoming, but I also think that Air Force being at home, they can utilize their defense just a little bit more. They're only allowing 60.6 points per game uh, on their home hardwood. Only 62.7 over their last three. Remember, those all against Mountain West opponents. Again, Wyoming, they're playing against Mountain West opponents too. Their last three games, 75 points per game allowed, 68.8 points per game allowed on the road. So I think the Wyoming defense struggles just a little bit. And it's going to come down to hustle stats at the end of the day. If you look at Ken Palm, you'll think, oh my gosh, Wyoming is going to absolutely destroy Air Force. And that's what it's looked like with a lot of these situations for some reason. I don't know why Ken Palm has them rated like that. Because if you go into other things, you look at their rebounds, you look at their numbers, they're virtually identical. I don't understand it. I don't get it. They're damn even in the rebound department. And Wyoming has the turnover offense. Air Force has the turnover defense. Turnovers cancel out, probably going to be even. Rebounds are going to be even. This is going to be a shootout in half. This is going to be a wild game. I don't think it finishes by more than three. Give me all seven and a half points the books are willing to give me, but you don't believe me, believe the trends. Wyoming, 
One and four ATS, last five as a favorite. Six and one ATS are the Air Force Falcons, their last seven as a dog. Five and one ATS, last six as a home dog. Five and one ATS, last six versus a team with a winning straight up record. And Air Force is three and two ATS, the last five meetings with Wyoming. And uh, old Joe Scott, this is his second year with this Air Force program. And it was not good at all last year. It was bad. If you go back, I mean, it was sub 500 by about 15 games not good at all they got a positive record this year and they are playing damn good this is a brand new air force team and the books still are undervaluing them don't miss the boat here today my friend second best bet of the day air force falcons plus seven and a half i like the analysis dude i really do the one that uh, one thing that i also am interested and in because are interested in air force because of what we're seeing that total of 128 mm-hmm. uh I, that's more of an air force total than a wyoming total for mm-hmm. sure so that makes me think i mean you're giving that low total what yeah, i man, say plus seven Defense. and a half right Defense, i like it baby I there like you it. go there you have it I, I appreciate the cherry on top I always like it when it leads right into what i'm saying so there's two How about number three? Well, I'm so glad you asked because now we're going to the conference that very few people know a damn thing about, but your boy certainly does, and it is the Metro Atlantic Athletic, and this is the Metro Atlantic Attacker. That's right. You better believe it. We're going with the Marist Red Foxes, plus one and a half. Matchup today. They're playing the Quinnipiac Bobcats. Uh, I honestly think it's time for some scuffles for Quinnipiac. Uh, They've had a rough beat or two here over the last few games. Nah, I think it's time they start scuffling pretty bad. And Marist has dropped their last two games. I think it's time for a big rebound. Uh, They've actually done that a few times here this season, but they've never lost three straight. They've lost two straight, and then they've bounced back in a crazy way. Now, one of the best teams in the MAAC is the Monmouth Hawks. The last time that Marist lost two games in a row, they bounced back to beat Monmouth 84-48. They piped them, destroyed them, killed them. When they lose two in a row, I don't know if their coach makes them run 700 suicides. I don't know if they run 6,402 bleachers. I don't know what it is, but them boys come out ready to play in the next matchup. 150%. Not to mention, they're undervalued on the road at 6-3 and three against the number this season. Quinnipiac has won three out of their last five games, so everybody's back on the Bobcats. Oh, they're back. Same team they were last year. Not a damn chance. They're 2-3-1 and one against the number last six overall and 3-5-1 and one against the number at home. They ain't worth a damn. This is a pick em, but those things matter because a lot of these MAAC games are no bigger than three-and-a-half-point spreads. They are very close teams, and I think uh, Marist has more than enough to get this done on the road. But there are a couple of key things here. This is honestly going to be one you're going to want to tune into. If you don't know anything about these two teams, it's okay. This game is going to be insane. I can promise you that. These teams are virtually identical. Marist scoring 70 points per game on the road, allowing 67.3 points per game. And then uh, Quinnipiac, 69.8 points per game scored at home, 66.4 points per game allowed. So obviously Quinnipiac's got a little bit of the defensive edge. Marist has got a little bit of the offensive edge, but they are almost damn identical. So where do you look from there? Hustle stats, baby. Turnovers are all Marist. 12.1 offensive turnovers per game. Identical 12.1 defensive turnovers per game. They do value the possessions a little bit more. 103rd in offensive turnover percent. 
compared to Quinnipiac, that's 213th in offensive turnover percent. So they've been a little shaky. 13.6 offensive turnovers per game, 13.2 defensive turnovers per game. I think Marist wins that TO battle with ease. I think they also win the battle on the boards with ease. 8.6 offensive uh, rebounds per game for the Red Foxes, 25.6 defensive boards. Quinnipiac, 8.8 offensive rebounds per game, 23.2 on the defensive end of the floor. Last but certainly not least, if you look at free throws, because they also matter in this, I said, ooh, shit, Maris hadn't been shooting well. Let's look a little bit deeper. Oh, that was just early on in the season. So they got some pretty bad free throw percentage numbers right now. But their last three games, Maris is averaging 75% from the charity stripe, and Quinnipiac is only averaging 72.3%. So it's going to be tight yet again. Those little edges in the MAAC are really going to matter. But you don't believe me, the mid-major king. Believe the trends. Marist, 4-0 ATS, last four as a dog. 5-0 ATS, last five as a road dog. 10-2 ATS, last 12, following a straight-up loss. 7-2 ATS, last nine, following an ATS loss. They're also 5-2 ATS, last seven Viernes games. Now I'm on point Friday games. Quinnipiac, 2-5 ATS, last seven, following an ATS loss. 2-4 against the number their last six versus an MAAC opponent. And Marist is 4-1 against against the number last five meetings with the Bobcats. Give me all of the Red Foxes plus one and a half. Wrapping up my card, third and final, best bet of the day. I do like this one as well, my man. Looks like a lot of spots down to plus one for you, despite a lot of money coming in on the old Quinnipiac Bobcats. I uh, I like this one, dude. Uh, I think you got another one. I think can't, you're right, dude. I can't. Oof. Can't tell you how much I passed up a lot of, because you know how much I love the MAAC, and there's a lot of MAAC action going oh, on yeah. today, and I passed up a lot of shit I like to ensure we got a 3-0 day coming out here today. I so I, I, I'm pretty damn confident. I love to see you beaming on the side of the screen. It means you're pretty damn confident, too. Let's have a fucking 5-0 day, pal. What do you say? I like it, dude. I like there it. There you go. There you have it. All my best bets of the day. Let's keep it moving, keep it grooving. Uh, we need a little bit of extra pizza and beer money. So without further ado, my friends, it's time to quickly dish out the Friday four-pack parlay. So we have plenty of time to get through the NFL uh, conference championship games. That way we can get Mags out of here so he can uh, make it to the old midday market report. Moving right along. We got four legs, obviously, on the Friday four-pack parlay. Hopefully, we'll pay you out enough that you can get more than a four-pack after this yeah. bad boy gets into your bankroll. <laughs> Maybe you can buy yourself a bottle. Maybe buy yourself a little bit of nice din-din tomorrow. Now, I don't know. Hey, who knows what you're going to do with say? this? But what I'm telling you is it's going to load your bankroll full. Paying out over 8-1 to one odds, almost 9-1. to one. You know the drill. A little 10 spot. Get your grand total $100 payout gonna look pretty damn good on the old bankroll if i do say so myself now four legs two college basketball legs so hit that ncaa b tab on your favorite sports book and lock in number one the buffalo bulls mm. minus three now i don't know shit about fuck most of the times but when i see one of the best teams on today's board alone and probably one and they, of the best teams might that be. that anybody knows anything about oh <gasps> The Ohio Bobcats were a tournament team last year. I want to play college basketball, but I don't know. <gasps> They're an underdog. We have to get involved. I'm not buying it, my friends. No way, no how. Buffalo jumped off the screen at me as a favorite. Me and uh, Mags talked it back and forth a little bit, and boy, oh, boy, is this play valuable. So first leg, unless you got anything else, partner, Buffalo Bulls minus three. 
No, I, these teams are a lot closer than what the records would say is the only thing I got. Big time. Big time. And also, Buffalo coming off of a rough loss, plus four and a half. Didn't cover, didn't win. That whole jazz, huge rebound spot at home. Yeah, yeah. Leg number two. Shout out to our guy, Uncle Joey, Joe D'Amico. Uh, saw this was his best bet of the day today, His or on his free pick line. Right. He's got the one, minus one. We're just taking the money line. Comfortable with either, but we'll put the money line on the Friday four-pack. Boise State Broncos money line, second leg. Uh, these two teams, Boise State, Fresno State, you know me, been going to the well on these sons of bitches, and I think it's time Fresno State scuffles a little bit. Boise State is just the all-around better team, regardless of them being on the road. Uh, partner, anything else you got for the second leg? Up to two in a lot of spots, my Woo! friend. Minus two in a lot of spots. No, Woo! I don't have anything to add, but I do like sure. it a lot, dude. Child, please. Up to two from a one hey. open. Let's go. Come on. This one, this one's the, the last, as far as time-wise, this is the last leg. This one, the, the final baton carrier, if you will. Beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, scroll all the way down. 10 p.m. Central Time start. Third leg. Keep your Jordans on. Going to the NBA. Hardwood. Matchup. Memphis, Utah. We're taking the Grizzlies on the money line. Now, the minus three, minus four is tantalizing. It does tickle you a little bit. Want to get involved, but no, 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 no. We don't need that on this Friday four-pack. We're trying to fill the bankroll, not get tantalized. We'll get tantalized enough when all four of these bad boys hit and we get this bad boy paid out. So, to avoid any nonsense, Memphis Grizzlies on the money line. No Rudy Gobert, no Donovan Mitchell. They've been really fucking struggling, and I think that continues to happen. Resident NBA man. What say you? What did I tell you? Rudy Gobert, what are they, 1-5 and five or 1-6 and six straight up are the Jazz six. without him this one year, which six, is the I last think. two weeks, not even the entire season. It's over the last couple of weeks, man. Bad defensively without him. My friends, Uh oh. leg number four. You see the patch. You see the even more important patch. All half fucking captain. Oh, fucking captain! Leg number four. We're taking the Chicago Blackhawks plus one and a half. Boy, oh boy, do we want the damn money line, but we are not trying to be in the third period with a tie ball game and go to OT and get kicked square in the taint no. and not allow this one to go to the pay window. So plus one and a half, Chicago Blackhawks, my friends, they are hot right now. They are cooking right along. No Nathan McKinnon for the abs. That's always a good thing. Always a fucking great thing. You might look, see no Andrew Shaw for the old Blackhawks, but much like me and my partner discussed pre-show, say, hey, this ain't the 2015 start of the Dynasty team. Back off of that just a little bit. He's only got 12 points, minus one scoring margin when he's got his laces tied up and his skates on the ice. Forget about him. Say, okay, are we really doing this? He says, we're really doing this. I says, we're not hockey sharps, man. He says, I know, but that's okay. We're just backing the home team boys. They're going to get us through the window. I say, you know what? You're damn right. So I threw on the freaking fucking shit and jersey, and we're taking it straight to the pay window, my friends. Without further ado, one more time. Hey, the UC gets buzzing on Fridays, oh, dude. The boys will be buzzing. The boys will be buzzing. Can't wait. I am juiced. Put up especially, especially Wednesday night. when I wear... The holographic stadium yeah. series from 2014, it seems to bring death upon the opponents of any of the great yeah. Black Hawk. So without further ado, my friends, one more time. The Friday four-pack parlay. Buffalo Bulls, minus three. Boise State, Broncos, money line. Memphis Grizzlies, money line. And the Chicago Blackhawks, 
plus one and a half on the puck line. Parlay them up. Last I checked, plus 894 odds. 10 spot will get you just a little under a $100 payout, but hey, that's better than a no-dollar payout if you ask me. So there you go. There you have it. There you have it. 18 and 12 are the Hawks to the uh, puck line when they are the dog, my friend. 18 and 12. 18 and 12 is a hell of a uh, a hell of a stat line there, and uh, messed myself up here. I was already ready to go, and uh, right. didn't didn't realize that I was ready to go. But I appreciate you putting the cherry on top of the old uh, proverbial Friday four pack Sunday there, because oh boy, hold on, we got the 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 the, the doggone glitching all over the place. Hold on, all right, let's try this thing again. Okay, now we're in business, my friends. It's time to recap. Oh. Of the TTL Crew's best bets of the day for January the 28th, 2022. Rip out your sports books, pull out your pens, pencils, and paper, or whatever mode, means, or methods you utilize to take stock of the TTL Crew's best bets of the day. Because as you now turn your attention to the top left portion of your screen, you can utilize them for Armag's picks. He's got two coming at you, both on the NBA hardwood. He's going to the matchup between the Boston Seas and the Atlanta Hawks, under 219 in that matchup. And he is fading our Bulls, the Chicago Bulls, uh, against the San Antonio Spurs. He's taking the Spurs plus one on the opposite side of that live from the United Center you see my picks three coming at you keep the Jordans on for now we're staying on the college basketball hardwood got the Colgate Raiders on the money line the Air Force Falcons plus seven and a half and the Marist Foxes plus one and a half now it's time for the Friday four-pack parlay, getting ready to fill your bankroll full, all four legs paying out at over 8-1 to one odds. The Buffalo Bulls minus three, the Boise State Broncos money line, the Memphis Grizzlies on the money line, and the Chicago Blackhawks plus one and a half. Parlay all those bad boys up for the Friday four-pack. There's one special play making it to the pay window and five straight plays accompanying it that are going right to the pay window and are going to make us loads and loads of cash and bankrupt every book on the market tonight. Before we can go on and do that, we need you to lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down, whatever you need to say. Just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day that are clearly primed for ticket cashing into whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. I love it. We're exercising our damn demons on the ice. Oh, let's go! I wanted the money line so bad, dude. I think they get this one done outright. Plus one and a half all day long. Let's go. Friday, four-pack parlay. Come on, Blackhawks. Give me such a perfect excuse to crush four beers on a Friday night, dude. Dude, is that like the move? We have to drink one beer per the games? Like you got to watch the game and drink a beer during that game? or I guess we can get get that deep. I usually just crush a four-pack on a Friday night in general, but if we're talking one per game, I could do that. Yeah, I I crush a four-pack of dabs on a Friday night. I can do that. It's, hey, you do your service, I'll do my part, and we'll, uh, you know, we'll meet at the window. How about that? I fucking love it. I absolutely. Hey, speaking of, did you hear that? Uh, that does it. All the TTL crew's best bets of the day. Quick little rabbit hole. Did you hear that uh, they are in Vegas now, combining the books with the dispos? 
So you can I did hear something along bet these lines. on yes. some yes. fucking college basketball and lights you up a nice spooby dooby while you're watching the damn game. I mean, what's next, my man? Like, how? how, how who's the genius behind this idea? I mean, this is electric. This is electric. I Sign wish me it up. was us. Sign I me wish up. it was us. I know. I know. Hopefully, hopefully, word on the street is we might uh, might be out around uh, those parts come March. I don't. I don't know. Nah, word on the street, something like that. I'm not sure. I'm. Not, I'm not, I don't know. I. Pff, who am I? Huh? We don't really know oh. too many people. Um, What's in March in Vegas? No, oh, I don't know what would be going on around that time. I. I don't know. And there might be some guys out there, and you know, some. Some books and and some conversations. I don't know. I don't know. Who's maybe, to say? Maybe you just stay tuned. Maybe you find out. Ah, who's who's to say? Uh, but that'll do it for uh, that rabbit hole and all cruise of right uh, cruise right through the first cruise. half. Dude. Yeah, ten fifty. There you go, baby. Let's keep it rocking. Keep it moving. Keep it grooving. Shaking and a bacon. Slingshot engaged. <laughs> if you don't chew big red, then fuck you. <laughs> Second half, we're getting into NFL Conference Championship Weekend Deep Dive. dive, 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 dive. Uh, so we're going to go both games. Uh, we'll go just like we have been going. We'll go uh, spread, total, talk a little bit about where the bets and money are coming in right now. Uh, we'll give our opinions, kind of talk some shit back and forth, and then we'll also dive into the prop markets too because that seemed to uh, – I don't know about you, partner. I, oh. I didn't keep track of yours, but it was pretty damn successful for me when we did it like three days in advance. Like, ah, oh, you know, this oh, actually. No, 100%. So, so, yeah, let's rock through that as well, too. So we won't waste any time. We won't hesitate or delay. Uh, let me make sure I get this pulled up. I'll pull it up uh, over on this side so I can tell you guys right away what's happening with the money and bets. So first things first, you thought you thought that's all was going to be there? Nah, come on. Come on now. We got production value on this show. Kansas City Chiefs versus Cincinnati Bengals, game number one, Sunday, January the 30th at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. You see it down there. Chiefs coming in as the 7.5-point home favorite, and the current total set at market consensus about 54.5. It looks like uh, that's pretty, yeah, 54.5 seems like uh, every book that I can see out there right now. And then looks like Golden Nugget shot out uh, up to seven and a half, and then FanDuel up to seven and a half. Our friends over at Circa, shout out Jeff Benson, uh, got it right here. Shout out, hey, hey, hey. shout out Circa Sports, and we where we are live from. Hey, f- who knows? Maybe, maybe you see us from not a virtual version of this fucking place. Who knows? Who knows? Who who am I? Um, and then Bet Rivers opened it up at a uh, seven and a half too. So, or at least ticked it up. Um, Forget that nonsense, dude. Give me yeah. all of give me all of the seven and give me I, I'm I'm still with my boys and I don't give a damn. I am taking the seven and a half. It's not a setup. I don't care. Oh, but the Bengals already walked it off already in the regular season. It can't happen. It's this is Mahomes time. I don't know. I think the Bengals are a bad matchup for the Kansas City Chiefs, and I don't know what it is. I don't I honestly don't think and you can call me crazy. I don't think Joe Burrow's gonna get sacked that much. <gasps> but they have they have Chandler Jones. What do you mean? Or Chris, is it, no, yeah, Chris Jones. What do, what do you mean? He's gonna get half a hand's gonna have a dozen sacks. Mm, I don't know, man. I don't know. They don't generate the most pressure in the world, and old Joey B's looking pretty damn good and mobile, if you ask me. But I digress from that. We'll let you talk about that, partner. 38% of bets and 65% of money currently coming in on the Bengals plus 7.5. A, 
money line a uh, little bit no actually about the same exact fucking story mr uh 14% of bets but 65% of money coming in on the Bengals plus 285 Pretty much the Sharps are saying, yeah, this is passing the, passing the torch. Maybe not passing the torch, but uh, Joey B's, holy shit, he's Joey B. Like, he is smooth, calm, cool, and collected. And if you've noticed, our good friend, Dave, the Sportsbook Consigliere Sherapin, has been rocking those old glasses oh. an awful oh, lot around the social media. Mind, mind you, shout out Consig, rocking the fuck out of him. But, oh, yeah. But... He has been wearing those things an awful lot, don't you think? Hmm. 86% of public bets coming in on the old Kansas City Chiefs money line. And then uh, before I kick it over to you, partner, total, 54.5. The under, seeing 22% of bets, 65% of money. Could be very interesting, especially with the last one finishing at 64. Something to think about. Could definitely be an under game, but we'll dive into that a little bit more. Partner, high level, right off the bat. What say you? Am I talking your language? I am so torn on this, dude, because I can't, I, I feel like they're trying to set somebody up, and I don't know who it is quite yet. I, I'm leaning towards they're setting pe- the Chiefs up. I, I, or people yeah, yeah. who wanted the Chiefs up because what you said about the pressure uh, shout out Jared Smith had him on the Wise Words pod a few episodes ago um, I believe Sunday night someone asked him uh, how does Kansas City's defensive line rankings compare to Tennessee sack rate this season Titans 6th 7.25% Chiefs 31st in the league 4.82 man and maybe I mean, I'm not crazy isn't, I mean the and so He's not going to be under as much pressure, pressure seemingly by that and what we saw last time out. Mm-hmm. So if they don't cover, then that means the Chiefs are damn near putting up 35-40. Uh, am I uh, am I off my rocket by saying that if the if if but, the Chiefs are going to cover this game? But if the Chiefs put up 35-40, then I'm anticipating the fucking Bengals putting up 35-40 in a shootout. Joey B's not going to roll over. He's never thrown a pick in one of these games. He's right. thrown 30 touchdowns in these games. And he's fucking perfect straight up and against the number in all seven of these games. What are these games? Playoff deciding, win it or get the fuck out, do it or go home type matchups. Joey B, smooth, cool, J gets it done and i think he's getting it done again i think he's getting it done again he's too smooth he's too cool he looks too good man he looks i agree too with good. you man it he just doesn't not it feels so good too good to be true so but it's almost thing. like they're setting up chiefs betters chiefs like sharp okay, betters are, every, every, the no season. there ain't no chiefs sharp betters the whole public's on the damn chiefs after what they saw last right. week and is it's a whole a bunch of bullshit it's what have you done for me lately and it, it, don't I, I don't buy into that forget it the, the most classic thing that has been happening all playoff long and gee, I wonder fucking why. Because it's NFL is king. The most people bet on NFL. The books know that. And gee, I wonder how all of these storylines just get pumped out into the media. Storylines we call bullshit. Storylines you were buying into, but I was kind of saying, hey man, if this was another team and not your Packers, maybe you'd be like, what the fuck is all of this coming out right now for? That came out a lot. And I think, I think... People are going to keep playing into that storyline, uh, and they're just going to keep buying into, oh, this is Kansas City's time. They rolled last week. This is nothing, and it's going to be another shootout, man. And honestly, it looks like, too, Tyron Matthews is not going to be good to go, and he's going to be out, and that is a huge shot to their secondary. If they don't have him in the deep secondary with him also being able to blitz, come off the edge, be kind of that hybrid safety linebacker role, 
uh, they're not going to have as much success, especially against Joe Burrow. I mean, Joe Burrow looked damn good against the Tennessee Titans and sixth, you just said it, sixth in defensive sack rate. So what the hell are the Kansas City Chiefs going to do? Nothing in my mind. And Joey B is going to look the best he has all playoffs so far. He's going to look the best he has yet. You're not going to change me otherwise. I- I'm buying into both. I'm buying into both. I- I'm taking the seven and a half, and I'm taking the money line. I probably won't lock it in today. I'm going to wait a little bit more because if I can get every book across the market off of me seven and a half, then I just feel like that is, oh, oh my gosh. They, they-, they raised it to seven and a half. We got to buy in before it goes up to eight or nine. We'll-, we'll lose the key number. We'll lose the key number. We already lost it. We better buy in now. No, dude. No, dude. No, dude. Well, they just want more money on the Chiefs. Something interesting here that I just looked at that I wasn't privy to yet. Uh-huh. Um, because I'm not gonna try and talk you out of it. By no means am I gonna try and talk to you, talk you out of it. I do not disagree with all the things you're just saying. By any means, dude. One thing that's interesting. So seven, seven and a half is what we're seeing. Seven on DraftKings. The team total uh over unders are a nine point difference, partner. Chiefs, thirty one and a half, Bengals, twenty two and a half. That's nine point difference. Not seven. Not seven and a half. Mm. Mm. I don't know. What does that mean, though? What the hell does that mean? I mean, that's just. I'd be. I mean, uh, excuse me. Bengals twenty-two and a half really, really intrigues me. If at the very minimum of what all we're talking about here, dude. Because okay, so basically, what they're saying is that is that this is going to be like a, a shootout type game, but that that the, that the Bengals are ju- Bengals are just aren't going to be able to score this time. And eventually the Chiefs are going to pull away. And I just don't buy that. Well, so that's pretty similar. The Bengals' total is similar to what they had last week. But the reason they didn't put up all those points because of the sack pre- or the, the, the QB pressure that was coming towards Joe Burrow, I might be really interested in that Bengals' team total, man. Yeah, that ain't a bad look. Now, now that you say that, that ain't a bad look whatsoever. I mean, 20, 22, you said? Or tw- 22 yeah, 22 and a half. 22 and a half? I'm gonna check Fanduel real quick. That ain't too. bad, dude. And it seems like a lot of people are already buying in on the over. Oh, I don't. I, so Fanduel 31 and a half for the Chiefs, but then also for the hold Bengals. On, hold on, we just talked about it. The the under is getting the sharp side. The under the the total though. The total the under is the fucking play. So. Fuck, what does that mean? Does that mean then Kansas City is the under on their team total? And Well, so speaking of speaking of Kinsig, I was listening to him talk with a couple guys, Julian Edlow, shout out, and then I, I'm blanking on who the other guy was. They were talking about how very similar to that Chiefs, uh, Chiefs-Bills game where it was 26-21 and, had, and had, there was a really important swing on the total where it had the Chiefs control the ball and grinding the game out to finish 26-21, it would have been over. And then we obviously had those last two minutes of whatever it was, 20 right. points scored. Right, 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 right. So essentially, uh, you know, I don't think the sharp betters or whoever, you know, those people are that are, you know, hammering in the under, technically they weren't on the wrong side. The game just got kind of got out of hand. So that kind of feels like what would happen again. You know but what I feel? St- still, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go, go, go. I was going to say, still, that Bengals 22.5 really, really interests me. And which, in turn, if it's not going to fly over 54.5, interests me a little bit in that Bengals. I just I don't quite have that same confidence for whatever reason. I don't think it's flying over that 54.5. That 54 so. has been kind of a key number for unders, and the 50-51 is the overs. And yeah, call me crazy. Call me insane right now, but feel free to quote me on Sunday about 5, 6 o'clock. We, we have the clip-up capabilities of this on YouTube. Feel free to use it. Um, 
I think that the Bengals, this is going to be tied at 24 at some point in time. This is going to be tied at 24. Okay. The Bengals are going to, fucking McPherson is going to hit the biggest kick of his entire life and put him up 27-24. It's going to be on the shoulders of Patty Mahomes. Just going to have a little bit less time. But this time around, something's going to happen with Butker, and he's going to miss that fucking field goal. Something deep down inside me is telling me, I don't know why. It just kind of like came to my head when I was thinking about this. Butker's going to miss that field goal, and the Bengals are going to walk this off on a missed field goal 27-24 instead of going to OT this time around because I think the Chiefs are just a little bit too mentally out of it. And I, I think... Hey, call call me crazy now. I hey, I I, I the, the crystal ball is just shining at me right now. So I gotta I gotta tell you what it's telling me. So, twenty seven twenty four on a missed Butker kick. You gonna hunt down the exact score odds again? Oh shit, Mags! Thanks for reminding me, dude. <laughs> Fuck yes, I am. I didn't miss it by that much in the last one. I was pretty fucking close. Another field goal on each side, and we were fucking right there, big boy. We were right there. So. Let's see. Let's see. I'm glad you're at. I'm glad. Hey, I'm glad you <laughs> fucking got me in here. All right. So, scores. Scores. Come on. We need scores. Scoring. All right. We're going to Bengals 27. And we're going Chiefs 24. Oh, daddy. 220 to 1 odds, Mags. Fucking sweet Two. little $5 will win you 1100 I mean, that, that's, that's, that's sweet. That's sweet. <laughs> I don't know, doggy. I feel like a genius, and then I'd have to I'd even feel like more of a genius. <laughs> I'd be I mean, a rich genius. I, yeah. well, I ain't gonna not call you a genius if eleven hundred is rich. But hey, uh, that would be probably pretty fucking cool. So maybe you're gonna see me put a little sprinkle on that shit, dude. Holy shit! Uh, there you go. There you have it. Uh, I'm gonna keep that in the bet slip. Partner, any other props or anything that really jumped out at you right now? Nothing really that I, I love right now. I mean, not anything that's slapping me in the face. We kind of talked about last week, Jamar Chase touchdown odds. He had been at right around 100, like all season long. Now he's up to minus 115. Four guys at minus odds, uh, uh, two on each team here. So uh, (laughs) that doesn't really scream under to me all too much. Obviously, 54 and a half is still high total, but you got four guys in minus odds, man. The books are fucking with us on this one, man. This one is a uh, this one's a tough one for sure. This one's interesting. I I would definitely uh, lay it with Jamar Chase. I'm not worried about that one at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, you got Kelsey Hill and Mixon up there at the top, all minus 140 or or worse. And goodness gracious, all Friday, Uzama potentially plus 220. I don't know, but again, I'm still I'm <laughs> hey, still feeling the under. I'm not calling you crazy for picking him out, dude. Every time, no, I'm not calling I'm, you crazy. I'm still I'm Excuse still. Me. I mean, that plus 220 is just. Man, it's just so juicy with him, man, and I don't know. But, again, I'm liking the under, so maybe not. Maybe we stay away from that one. Uh, so you might see something there. Receiving, rushing, I'm not over the moon on anything. I was just kind of glancing through as you were talking, partner. There's, like, Mixon, why is he only at 56 and a half? Like, if, right. oh, my I, goodness. Like, I'm trying to pull up, uh, and not that it's apples to or- or apples, to apples, it's more apples to oranges, but I'm trying to pull up the box score from last team time these two played. Um. Yep, yeah, Mixon only had 46 last time out. It was a, it was a, I mean, a passing showcase last time out. Burrow 446 and four touchdowns last time out. Uh, week what is that? 17, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, I wouldn't take the under on Joe Mixon because I mean, one, one nice run is gonna bust that for you, right? So I would probably just stay away from Mixon altogether. How about you? 
Uh, yeah, I probably would as well. But it looks like the under is getting some severe juice. It was like minus 122, minus 130, somewhere in that ballpark. So, goodness yeah. gracious, yeah, I'm I'm out on that one. Um, I probably will just stick to the, the total and the uh, – and the uh, and the spread here, I might just do the spread and the money line, honestly, because yeah. these these props for these two teams have been a little tricky uh, this entire season. I mean, you've been able to take advantage of them from time to time, but here lately in the playoffs, they've been setting up pretty playoffs. They've been setting them pretty well, damn uh, close. Hundred percent, totally agree. Playoffs. And I mean, you want to talk about Kelsey playoffs? themselves? It's like. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, those two themselves, it's like it's tough to it's tough to know it's tough to know who's gonna go off if if either of them are. So I don't like betting on a lot of these guys' props. Jamar Chase mm. went nuts last time these two teams met. So I mean that would probably be as that far as an mine. individual prop player, that's probably the one that you gotta feel the most confident about, right? I would say so. 266 last time out, dude. Ooh. I'm just so Ooh. jaded to that man. It's not even funny. I like he is just, I fuck. I love Jamar Chase. I, I was such a big fan of him at LSU, and then he just came into league and just started shitting off again. It's just like, oh my gosh. Like, let's keep it moving, keep it grooving, boys. I think, holy shit. Let's let's have one hell of a sophomore season. Let's keep this momentum we found here towards the end. And, and yes, Joe, let's make this the bare minimum of what we accomplish every single yeah. year in Cincinnati now. And I am the happiest little uh, fantasy owner. In the entire league. Oh, hey, how about me with uh, Mr. Joey B on my side of things? Yeah, no shit. I, I when did you when did, did you draft him or when did you pull that off? I think did you so. pick him up. Yeah, you drafted him. I got him. And yeah, Eric. dude, I, I I fucked up big time. I fucked up big time. I got jackass Baker Mayfield, and then I'm also sitting on fucking Tom Brady contemplating retirement. So what a fucking dynasty couple of steals I got going on right now. I I, I, I do Joey know. Joe Burrow for Jamar Chase, dude. You're off your ass. You're just like, you might as well go <laughs> smoking some bro. of that fucking peyote. I ain't, even, I ain't getting rid of fucking Jamar Chase. That's the only other motherfucker's going to score oh, for me. So uh, I bought a lot of futures and some Jets players, some uh, some some key players that I'm hoping. Hey, hey Michael yeah, yeah, yeah. Carter. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, that kind of does it for me. Uh, that's my thoughts. Anything else from you, Bengals, Chiefs, before we move into the other one? No, I think I'm going to, I guess I'll dive into it more, but I'm leaning towards uh, Bengals team total over is my side of things over here. For sure, and I'm uh, leading towards the Bengals plus the 7.5 and, a half, and uh, half, half unit sprinkle on their money line as well. Mm-hmm. If you guys got any questions, drop them in the uh, chat. We'll be more than happy to. It's live and in prime time. We'll be more than happy to uh, talk with you guys in there as well. Let's keep it moving, though. The second game on tap on Sunday, the NFC Conference Championship matchup. Between the San Francisco 49ers and the Los Angeles Rams, you see it now on your screen. Rams laying three and a half as the home favorite, and total looks like across the market, 45 and a half. Now, as far as money and bet splits kick things off, kind of high level, uh, obviously we kind of all expected it. The Rams are going to kind of be this uh, kind of the favorite side of everybody's bets this time. Hard to beat a team three times in one year. But it doesn't really look too severely public, if I do say so myself, if that's even the right way to say it. Sure. 55% of bets, 61% of money coming in on the Rams minus three and a half. So a little something to, uh, to take stock of there. I think kind of the Sharps and the public are lining up on this one. The one that does kind of scare me, though, but I think it's just a bunch of bullshit monetary liability. 49ers, 37% of bets, 91% of money on their money line at plus 155. So I think that's just a lot of, uh, a lot of kind of, I don't know, big 49ers fans dropping it back. Oh, my 49ers are going to the Super Bowl, man. They kicked the 40, the Rams' ass all year. Yeah. I'm not necessarily I, buying it. 
on top of that, I know there's a lot of, not a lot of people, there's certain sections of gambling NFL Twitter or, you know, these analysts that love the 49ers. So I think that is also a nice little part of it too. Most likely, I uh, I can buy into that. And then as far as the total, under 45.5 looks to be the play. 45% of bets, how about that, with 65% of money on the under right now. Um... I mean, if it's that low, like, goodness gracious, all Friday, like, I don't understand. Like, if you're setting it at 45-and-a-half between the 49ers and the Rams in SoFi, no potential weather whatsoever, don't you think everybody and their fucking dogs are going to wake up Sunday morning thinking that's going to be a 40-40 to game and it's going to end up being way under? That's where my thoughts are, especially if the sharp side is getting cracked right now on the under. I'll probably get involved. The under 45 and a half, just because that feels like, you know me, I'm contrarian as fuck with my bets. Like, when they zig, I zag. That's what sure. I do. So, I'll probably get involved in that. And then, uh, I think they cover the three and a half, dude. I really do. Obviously, I'm not fucking getting involved in an NFL money line at three and a half. That's stupid. Like, pff, that team will probably win, I would imagine. But, uh, mm, I think they get it done. I really... Talk to me on Sunday, but I think I'll probably be laying the three and a half in my mind. But just because I'm contrarian, I'm probably getting involved in the under 45 and a half, just top of the head. What are you thinking, dude? I'm thinking similar to you. I'm kind of a little bit flipped as you are. I am. I agree with you on the under. We're kind of waiting to see what happens with a little more public money and whatnot. I am uh, still not fully in the boat, but I'm also interested in laying the three and a half, man. I know the Niners have had, not just this year, but over the last few years, the Niners have had that LA's number, and I believe, I know the first time around we were back in the uh, the Rams, mm. uh, or excuse me, the Niners. Um, I can't, honestly can't remember if we did or stayed away the second time around, but regardless, you yeah. look back at those, as this year specifically with Stafford and this Rams team, First time around was Odell Beckham's first game in a Rams uniform. First game without Robert Woods. Just a miserable situation for the Rams that first time around and they get their ass kicked. Second time around, take it as you will, the Niners were the completely playoff desperate team. They lose that game in week 18. They don't make the playoffs, whereas the Rams, could they have improved their position a little bit? I do believe so. I think they could have jumped to two, but so much less desperation. Two to three is what it ended up being the difference in that seeding there, man. So, I and on top of all of that, the Rams are just playing, they're playing their best football at the right point in the season. So, that's really what leads me into the Rams. Um, and then uh, the only thing that really causes me concern is, A, the last few years, the Niners' dominance, and B, this Niners team with Jimmy G just kind of reminds me of those two Eli Manning New York Giants teams where it it doesn't make a ton of sense on yeah, surface. It does from the standpoint of they've got a really solid defense, solid yes, run game, yes, yes. and you know the quarterback doesn't make glaring mistakes that change the course of the game, and it just kind of feels like that, right? And so that is really my Big biggest hang-up. Um, but... I think the Rams are just playing at such a much better level than they had been all season long, especially uh, defensively. Stafford's getting a nice little rhythm, but defensively, man, defensively they're playing so damn solid right now. So I am leaning towards Rams minus 3.5 right now. You know me, I still got the plus 2200 uh, Super Bowl ticket out on my Rams. So, I I mean, if nonetheless, I can just sit on that one for the rest of the season here. But, I mean... I, I look at the last game, and with the 49ers walking it off on a Stafford pick at, in overtime, I mean, that's just like, that was too perfect. That just seemed too perfect, and I if now, if not now, win for McVay and the Rams. 
You know, if not now, right. when? And it's against their heated rival, the team that knows them the most, the team that absolutely treats them like a redheaded stepchild, bends them over their knee and spanks them for 60 minutes. I, it is, it, it, you're in and you're out. It is what the fuck it is. I mean, you can't deny it, but you talk about poetic justice, justice if now, not when? When? Right. When? I don't know. So, I hey, I'm sticking with the Rams. I'm a little... I'm a little tentative on the three and a half still, but I think I'm going to go contrarian and take that under 45 and a half. Yeah, I I personally feel like I haven't really I don't have the confidence level of my full unit plays. Just full disclosure, yeah, man. Like yeah, I, I, if anything, I'm doing half units on these sure. that we've been talking about so far. Sure. Yeah, I'm not uh, ridiculously over the moon, but I say that now, and I'll probably be yeah. say that now, and then I get involved all the way. All right. So we'll see what's up. Uh, outside of that, I looked a little bit uh, as we were talking there into some of the props. Um, pretty damn interesting, my friends. Uh, oh, shout out. Uh, you know, they should just give us a deal at this point in time. Shout out FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, Pegasus World Cup this weekend. Uh, you get 100% first deposit match and, uh, $10 in Sportsbook credit plus a $50 bonus for the Pegasus World Cup this weekend. You like a little, uh, horsey racing. They got a pretty solid app. I use their, uh, their, uh, their app for racing from time to time. So there you go. Nice little promo. Just came across the app there as I was opening it up, but... Dude, we've cashed this like four weeks in a row now. Odell Beckham Jr. plus 140 to find the end zone. I feel like he does. I feel like he does again. I think he defies all odds yet again and finds the end zone. No question about it. I'm not against you at all. I was uh, trying to look back to see what uh, these guys did last week specifically, but... At plus money, man, it's hard to pass up at that plus money spot right there. It's Kid. usually you might say, oh, a little bit higher than, you know, whatever it is at plus 140. It seems a little too good to be true. It seems like a trappy spot, but I, I disagree, man. 100%. I disagree. I think it's got value. Yeah, I, I see Cooper Cup getting in the end zone for sure. That minus 140 has been classic for him. What, what you got going on there? Oh, you're like trying... a snowblower right next to me in my alley right here. Oh, is, is that your alley? Oh, for sure. I got you. Oh, <laughs> oh, good. I was wondering why you turned off your mic. For sure. No problem. Uh, I'll keep it moving. And then uh, Kittle, too. Kittle was like, what the hell is going on there? Plus 165 for the man, the myth, to get in the end zone. Mm-hmm. I, he's been scuffling. He's been struggling. So I feel like that's probably not a good bet. Probably don't put your money on that. Um... Outside of that, man, I mean, goodness fucking gracious. Like, literally, I don't know who scores in this game. So this, that's making me feel even more about that contrarian side, even better about that under 45 and a half, for sure. Yeah, I, you're talking my language, honestly. I mean, Cam Akers, uh, Cam Akers might be one that intrigues me a little bit there. Uh, the way he's just been looking, if they get around yeah. the goal line, I have to imagine he's the one that's going to hammer that one in, right? Yeah, yeah, I would have to imagine. I would have to imagine. I mean, that's that's interesting. Yeah, they they leaned at him heavy last week. He was just going up against. I mean, the Niners' run defense is is tough oh, too. Obviously, too. twenty four carries last uh, last week, uh, uh, no touchdowns. But they, I mean, when you're when you're again, telling me someone's going to be carrying the rock that much, I'm at least interested in taking some uh, touchdown odds there. Then again, it could be something stupid on the three yard line to fucking Debo, and then that absolutely busts for you. Both guys are minus one hundred five on Fanduel right now, so. Mm. A little something to think about there, but I like where your head's at with Cam. Or no, what am I talking about? Cam and Debo aren't even on the same team. Colton, what do you, you? Come on, you do this for a living. Let's get the head together here, kid. Uh, Cam Akers is a running back for the Los Angeles Rams, and Debo Samuel plays utility position now. I would call it at this point for the San Francisco 49ers. 
There you go, Bubba. Uh, they can still do goofy few, stuff, though. Few, Rams. Few, few, few too many. Yeah, they, they, they could. They could, for sure. But few too oh, many vitamins. start on that Friday four-pack four over there, dude? Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. maybe. Uh, <laughs> who knows? Uh, there you go. There you have it. Uh, I got nothing. I don't have a uh, exact score for this one. Nothing really came uh, into the heart on that one. So the only, let's see, I got, what did I say? I got five. So I got the exact exact total uh, or the exact score for Cincinnati and Kansas City. Call me fucking crazy, but Beng- <laughs> Bengals walk this one off 27-24. I'm also taking the Bengals plus seven and a half and a half unit sprinkle sprinkle on the Bengals money line. And then I like the under in both games, under 54 and a half and under 45 and a half in uh, San Fran and L.A. Anything uh, for you? As far as, uh, like I said, probably sticking with half units, but I think I'm going to go, as of right now, I think I'm going to go Bengals team total over um, and then Rams minus three and a half and Cam Akers touchdown. I'm okay. liking those three. Okay. I'm not opposed to any uh, anything coming from your side, so let's get some tickets to the pay window. Stay locked in. Uh, follow us on the Action app. I'm at cash underscore with underscore Colt. Riley's at rmags in all caps. You can get the uh, Talking the Line best bets at Talking the Line. Stop by TalkingTheLine.com slash today's dash best dash bets. You'll find them all there. You can bet right from my website or also on the Chalkboard app. You can follow the Talking the Line board. New improvements coming across the old chalkboard app, my friend. They are quickly and and fastly improving day by day. So I suggest you get on board. If you haven't already, check out the chalkboard app and follow them on Twitter at ChalkboardHQ. Outside of that, uh, that about does it for first half of the show. We got just a little while here. We can get into a little bit of a nonsense. I mean, why the hell not? We need we 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 cruised right through, so we might as well just you know let let the trains fall off the tracks and just. Do a little bit of nonsense going on here into the weekend. So, my friends, no, no, I was going to say take off the seatbelt, but you'll probably want to strap in even harder because this <laughs> shit might get real bumpy here. So, strap it's, on uh, in. The, Jeep, the Jeep's flying. The doors are off the Jeep, uh-huh. but you uh-huh. may, better make sure you got your seatbelt on. Otherwise, you're flying out. 100% also make sure you got your eyes on that oh shit handle I always talk about. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, you fly. Yeah. Oh shit, man. You can pull yourself <laughs> back in. Well, good to go. Okay, so here we go. Second half of the show. Partner. What's been burning on your brain, melting on your heart, festering on your soul that you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 212 of the TTL pod on this absolutely gorgeous January the 28th, 2022. It's Friday free-for-all, dude. Ooh, I was making sure that's the right name. and then I, I please. I think I it's think Friday so. free-for-all, right? Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. so. I don't know. How about some nonsense, dude? I uh, got into, into some nonsense last week. Yeah. I got some interesting uh, would-you-rather questions, dude. Let's get down some rabbit holes. <laughs> Holy shit. Hey, hey, first things first, uh, before we get down, shout out to uh, our former college roommate, our guy. Uh, hold a special plate in place in my heart. I know your heart, too. Uh, happy birthday, Dave Keller. Uh, big Dave man. His birthday today. Shout happy, out. my man. If you're a uh, happy birthday, if you're uh, stopping by, tuning in, we appreciate the hell out of you. Hope you have a great day. Hopefully you, uh, the old lady and uh, the young one now. Holy shit. What? We're getting old. Yeah. Hope you guys are all doing well. Stay safe. We'll see you soon. Peace and love. Partner, carry on. Interesting follow-up after that yeah. nice shout-out. But, you uh, know, uh, I, I, I got nothing crazy, crazy. Some interesting stuff, though. Um, okay, first one. Would you rather have the ability to talk to animals or speak every language in the world? Damn, bro. Humans suck ass. Like, you know, like fucking humans <laughs> fucking suck. So I'm about – let me talk to the animals. Like, dude, I want to talk to Matilda because sometimes, like, bro, Matilda be doing some shit, and I'm just like – 
the fuck is going on in your head yeah. right now? Like, look right. at your eyes. Go right. look at your eyes in the mirror. You, 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 you look like you just done about 30 hits of meth. What are you doing right now? And I just, I want to know. I want to know what's spinning around in there. Because that, that little old brain, just that, that too little of a brain to be having that much yeah. shit going on around in there. You know what I'm saying? So... I say talk to animals, man, because then shit, you know, you could talk to a dog while you're walking down the, instead of just like, you know, oh, hey, 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 my, my, my name's Kyle. How are you? My, it'd be fucking cool. You could talk to a fucking dog. I think I'm with you. I think yeah. I'm with you, dude. Yeah. I think, I think it would be cool. I mean, have you seen that, Rick? I, there's like the path where it's like the sweet Disney mo- movie where you're like the, oh, like nice and sweet, all these animals. And then there's the Rick and Morty where <laughs> you have like the squirrels who are like evil, evil squirrels like t- plotting to destroy the entire world. So I, it's yeah. somewhere, I don't know if you can get somewhere in there. a nice sweet spot in the middle, yeah. but hey, I think I agree with you. I like it. Um, I like it switching tunes a little bit. Everything else uh-huh. a little more nonsense. This one uh-huh. I'm actually just curious because I know you've been in the mm-hmm. ring before, my friend. Mm. Would you rather be knocked out? So essentially fight this or that person, but by way of a loss, would you rather be knocked out by Francis Ngannou or submitted fighting, submitted while fighting? I said could be, but if you want to switch that to a different uh, ridiculous submission artist. Wow. Wow, Max. Okay, so here's the deal. Yeah, yeah. When you get knocked out, you don't really feel it. Right. The ones that hurt are the ones that don't put you out. Right. Like, and guaranteed, my happy ass is going out if Nganu hits me. Now, I'm not <laughs> yeah. saying that I might or might not be a vegetable the rest of my life after he makes fucking contact with my noodle. Price I'm willing to pay? Not necessarily, because I think I can go into deep waters. You know, my nickname is the Scarecrow. Uh, oh. <laughs> got, got that name because I am impossible to submit. So, um, not saying that my fucking purple belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu would hold a fucking flame to anything that a professional UFC fighter could do. I'm just saying I fucking know a thing or two on the jiu-jitsu mat with gi or no gi, whatever the fuck you want to do. I'll roll anybody anytime, anywhere, but yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Am I going out by being submitted or can I just, or am I going out? Because that's scary. Uh, To make it interesting, going out. Okay, because that's scary. I would take getting knocked out by fucking Francis. Because okay. I've almost gone okay. out by being choked before, and that's a really fucking scary feeling, dude. Like, you have okay. to be... The motherfuckers that go out, like, when that are hard enough oh, when yeah, they're dude. getting choked to just go out, like, that is the scary... Like, bro, I'm shit, I shit you not. It is like the walls are just closing in, slower, and you know, like, yo, I better get out of this or I am fucked, and it is just slower and slower and slower and slower, and it's just this white fucking light. You keep getting closer and closer to it. I swear, I about went out one time and just let fucking go, and, like, it took me a minute to, like, come back to fucking reality. Yeah. I was like, holy that fucking is sketchy, yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah it's, that is sketchy. Instead of just bang, I've been because I've been knocked out before, too, and it was just like bang, boom, pow, woke up. They were like, dude, are you all good? And I'm like... I did, what what the fuck happened? I didn't feel anything. You're <laughs> yeah. like, oh yeah, I caught you good. I was like, oh shit, okay. So, long story short, as crazy as the predator is, knock me the fuck out. Goodness gracious! I, Se- I guess send I me send me through the fucking. Ca- I, I can't wait. I just to don't want to fucking. I got the idea because I keep seeing these jackass uh, uh, <laughs> trailers that are coming out in about a week, I think. Where uh, yeah, uh, whoever it is is expecting a lightweight to come around the corner, and then it's Francis, and he because like <laughs> I feel like what I could do, yeah, and he's like he takes a nut shot from him, yeah, it's fucking electric. Because I feel like because dude, now you got me like, because dude, I feel like I would know it was coming, but like I could like kind of fuck around and spar with him, and then bang, I just get caught and I wake up and ah, oh, I was fucking out. Like if I'm fucking. 
if I'm fucking wrestling with Khabib, like I just know it's coming. He's just yeah. waiting for it to happen. And as soon as the anaconda's around my neck, it's a fucking wrap. Like, and then I got to struggle through that. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm still taking that knock sounds, me out. Yeah, knock shit. me out by Francis, bro. Fuck it. Lights I'm out, done. Yeah. Light out. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Okay. This one is totally nonsensical. Totally nonsensical. Bear with me. Yeah. Would you would you rather be the only person who talks out of their ass <laughs> or be the only one who doesn't? <laughs> it's got to be the only one who does it, right? <laughs> I'm just I'm imagining in my head walking around talking to a bunch of asses all day long. <laughs> I mean, you it's just been, that or the you're, only, just, you're the only hey, person who hey, does. John, hey, John, how the fuck you been, man? Fucking, oh, just terrific. And then, or you're the only asshole that's just walking around. Hey, motherfuckers, how the fuck you been? Like, just, I fucking, I feel like I want to be the only asshole, dude. Like, I'm not trying to walk around and be I fucking be, talking to a bunch of fucking asses the whole life. That's a, that's a fucking stinky situation, if you ask he me. You probably moved the damn needle, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I instantly just saw like a fucking ass with two eyes and a mouth, and you just gotta fucking talk to asses your whole life. Oh god, that just doesn't sound fun. That doesn't sound fun. I Sign me up. That one for last. I'm the only. That one I'm for the last. only one. I, I talk out of my ass. I'm the only oh, one. God. <laughs> hey, don't come to the TTL pod not expecting to no, fucking that's... not go down fucking uh, these rabbit holes. Please, can, please continue. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I should have said that one of the last. That one was as nonsensical as we get here. Would you rather go back in time to meet your ancestors or into the future to meet your great-grandchildren? Oh, shit. Wow. Um, I think... Whoa, dude. Oh, okay. I got a bad one that I just scrolled on. Nice. Okay. Um, so here's my rationale. You go forward, and then you have the chance of, like... Because I'm a real trust-the-process guy, you know, and I like the journey. I like all that shit. A lot uh-huh. of people would – I'm sure a lot of people would say, like, oh, hey, how did it all turn out? Let me go forward. Let me see all of that shit. Like, I don't want to risk going forward and fucking up, no. like, getting to somewhere where I need to be by doing some stupid-ass event that I shouldn't have fucking done at the end of the day. So then I'll fucking – yeah, I'm all – give me – give me go back and I want to yeah. – history's doomed to repeat itself. That's what I think. Give me – go. I'm going to go back to the future. I think – Oh, you're going or forward back, or going no, back? No, I'm going. I mean, back to the past. I all okay. over the place. Yeah, yeah. yeah, back to the past. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you, man. I, I, I'm like, I'm just curious to know more about my family's history beyond yeah. like my grandparents, essentially. So yeah, well, I agree yeah. who knows? You get dropped on a Viking ship in the middle of the sea somewhere. Dude. All of a sudden, you know, you're just uh, like, Ooh, you're a Norseman. Like, who knows? Put me in Sweden, like 1800s, late 1800s Sweden, dude. Give you're just, a break. you're just perusing the fucking Swiss Alps, making fucking Swiss Army knives. I mean, it's fucking, it's, it's a hell of a life. <laughs> All right, uh, nasty one here. Um, <laughs> would you rather drink ketchup through a straw or eat mayonnaise with a spoon? Drink ketchup through a straw. I do not fucking touch mayonnaise with a 10-foot fucking pole. I don't do it. I do not. Fu- I would drink a gallon of ketchup through a fucking straw and puke my brains out before I fucking touched I, mayonnaise, uh, boy. Before I touched mayonnaise. I watched that bullshit fucking Duke's Mayo Bowl. Those dumbass kids eating yeah. fucking <laughs> gallons full of mayonnaise. Oh my god, dude! I I actually am on. Uh, I this is gross. I'm not enjoying eating mayo out of a spoon, but I actually am going mayo on this one. Ketchup by itself, dude, disgust. Like I like ketchup as a Stop, topping. Stop, dog. Just, just ketchup you are by the itself. ketchup guy. 
I mean, the guy that used to get the purples and blues and the greens and all the fucking. Oh, when like I was the, a little kid. Well, that's I mean, part of it, dude. When I was ten guy. years old, up until I was like ten years old, I was a fiend, and then after that, I just got sure. sick of it. And now it's sure. like ketchup, specifically ketchup alone. I, there was a night where back in high school, where my friends and I like pranked our other friends and like saran wrapped his car and then put like ketchup on it, and then they oh. came and retaliated and fucked our cars with ketchup. And ever uh. since then, dude, ketchup alone, the smell of it just. Uh, yeah. So that's that's where I'm at with that yeah, one. Yeah, see, I've never gotten to that point. So Bad, maybe Bad. I won't utilize ketchup as a means of pranking someone so I don't yeah. ruin it for myself. Yeah, no. uh, yeah, big yeah. fan of mustard, though. If you're going to give me one or the other, mm. give me mustard all day long. Huge fan of mustard. Also love me some Sweet Baby Ray's. Uh, big, big fan of that. Some Sriracha. Those are my top four. You want to get into five, fuck around, go to the old Trader Joe's and get you some, uh, well, what's it called? Um, Carolina Gold. Carolina Gold barbecue sauce. And it's only at Trader Joe's. That that kind. I don't know. I'm sure other places got it. But the one from Trader Joe's, I'll be a some beach. What else you got, partner? <laughs> All right, last one. This is just a goofy one. Last one, and we'll be done. Would uh-huh. you rather carry a brick around in your backpack for no reason or not be allowed to carry around anything with you at all? Yeah, I mean, I fucking... I need shit to live life, you know, so and just, like just, I, yeah, I'm, I, the, so. I guess I'm just gonna live a shitty ass <laughs> life with a brick in my backpack. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess that's just oh, what no. we're doing here. But All right. you want one more ridiculous one, and then oh, we'll be lay done. it on me. Come on, I want All right, lay it on really me. ridiculous one. Lay it on me. For Come sure on. Done. Come on. Would you rather sniff butts like a dog when you meet someone new, or eat dog food every night for dinner? <laughs> that's a rough one. No pun intended. <laughs> Okay, here's the deal. Do the asses smell good to the, to the dogs? Like, I mean, is it like, is it is oh, it is it I is mean. it a bad? Is it, here's where my head goes. Is it is it a bad experience for me to sniff somebody's ass? Because I mean, the I, same metric, is it a good experience for you to eat fucking dog food? Same metric. I just love food too much, and I feel like, but I feel like sniffing everybody's ass every time you fucking meet them, then you're not gonna want to eat ever again. You're never gonna want to eat ever again because all you're gonna be smelling is ass. So, I, I feel like I think you just go with sniffing butts and never leave your home again. I think, and then just try to network for the rest of your life. That's probably the move, dude. Because you can't sniff a virtual ass. Like you can't. You can't fucking be in fucking. You can't. You can't. You can't be in a fucking FaceTime or some shit sniffing somebody's ass. So, I mean, oh you're God. good there. And then just don't hold any fucking parties. <laughs> just don't fuck Christmas. Forget New Year's. You better cross off. You can't go parties no matter what because if you choose dog food, then you're you go fucking dog food fuck. at your party. Yeah, then you're just gonna be eating dog food all the whole fucking time. So then you, then you're hey, fucked. I love, too, I, you I love just, food too much, dude. I love. Food yeah, too dude, much. I can't imagine cracking open a can of Alpo every time I gotta get some vittles in me. Fuck that bullshit. I didn't. But, but at the same time, I am not into smelling people's asses. Call me no. crazy, but no. I'm just. I'm not. I'm not floating Stayin down home. that river. Just home. I think I'm staying fucking home, and I'm fucking getting cursed with sniffing people's asses and <laughs> fucking. Call it fucking good at that at that front. Oh Lord, have mercy. Whoo! That all you got? That's all I got. Okay, great. I think that's hey, all we can take. Yeah, I think so too, man. Um, just remember, my friends. Uh, <laughs> I just 
you can't fix stupid. What what this all kind of reminded me of is I I went through some bullshit this week and and life is too short. Laugh, fucking have fun. Some people cannot figure out how to have some fun in this life and simply have to make everybody else around oh them miserable. Gosh. Fuck that. Throw them all the blades. We're gonna keep doing what the fuck we're doing. And anybody wants to throw, try try and do some bullshit, throw them the blades all weekend long. Fuck them all. You're on your high horse. Um, I had ain't time for motivation minutes yet. Hold on. That was just a little <laughs> extra sprinkle in there for you. Uh, we got tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Uh, cup of Joe on campus. 8:30 a.m. Central yeah. Standard Time. No butt, run, no butt sniffing on that show. We'll be, <laughs> we'll be running game by game, breaking it down, uh, spread, total, everything all in between. Our best bets, games we're staying away from, games we got question marks on and could potentially be locking in live on the show. 8.30 to about 10.30, uh, right till tip off, and then uh, we'll be out of there. You won't see us again until Monday on this show for episode number 213. So make sure you hit that subscribe button, that uh, follow button, notification bell, all that good stuff. Uh, visit the link tree in this episode description or talkingtheline.com uh no ufc blog this weekend if you hadn't looked ahead no ufc this weekend at all uh we got another weekend off and then we uh have a pretty solid card coming up uh that is, i can see the matchup in my head but i can't say it right now i can't Out think of it, you, right? but uh no 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 no, no. there's no or it's a fight night, fight night between. before that Okay. Yeah, and I can. Oh, it's the for crying. Why can't I think? Of, I follow him on Instagram. Uh, for Herman, Hermanson Strickland. Jack Hermanson and fucking Sean Hermanson, Strickland. I I follow Sean Strickland, and he is an absolute madman. He he's the one. He always talks in the cage, and he just says like the last fight he was in, he kept cracking the dude, and he was just like, "Why aren't you falling, Jack? Fall, Jack! Why are you so <laughs> strong, Jack?" Like he just kept talking to him the whole time, and he's just such a such a facetious ass. Like yeah. I don't know how anybody fights him. I am. I can't wait for that scrap. It's gonna be a blast. But none this weekend. Hey, how's the uh, golf going for you over there, sir? Dude, had a nice day yesterday, my hey. dude. So uh, still nothing, uh, nothing cash yet. Still need to have okay. a nice couple of days to get these boys sure. cashed. Sure. Uh, needed a nice day to get them and to make the damn cut, though, for uh-huh. fuck's sake. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And they happened. Uh, Leishman and Patty Reed. I need them top twenty. They're I think one stroke back of that. And then my uh, long shot top 40, Lanto, or not really long shot to get top 40, but uh, lesser known guy, Lanto Griffin, uh, also had a nice day right outside. I think one Hell shot back yeah. in top 40. So uh, yeah, crossing my fingers, need a nice couple of days to get them all, all any or all three to the window. For show, sure, say no more. Hopefully uh, we'll get all those to the window and we can uh, start calling you a golf capper. We got oh, you boy. a new blog idea. Uh, speaking of blog ideas, we got my college basketball board report coming out this afternoon. I'll be uh, banging that out while my partner goes and visits Jeff Dawson on the East Coast. Hopefully he doesn't have to bring his shovel with him to uh, get through the snow. There's a shovel here, dude. Fucking four to six feet over in that son bitch. They are getting blasted right now. So uh, catch Mag's midday market report. Uh, or you can follow it on the East Coast Sports Investors Facebook page at EC Sports Invest on Twitter or East Coast Sports Investors on YouTube as well. Shout out our guy Jeff Dawson. We appreciate the hell out of you, my man. And outside of that, you're looking for more TTL content uh, like the Wise Words Pod or anything else in between. Uh, once again, go to TalkingTheLine.com. There's a dedicated tab for each and every one of them uh, and uh, the important stuff too bankrupting books we got all of our plays on there you can bet right from our board or if you don't like any of our best bets you can just check out the live lines and odds tab what do you know we got that too and you can bet from any of your favorite books on there as well so check it out there you go there you have it uh partner certainly seems like all i got for today anything else you need to uh dish out lay out deliberate about my friend 
No, sir. I believe I have uh, given out as much nonsense as I possibly can. I would fucking hope so. Goodness gracious, all Friday. I can barely... My abs are finally now just starting to decontract from uh, that nonsense that was the end of your uh, sidebar there. What do you got? Unless I can find some uh, update <laughs> on the old uh, baby selling in the Walmart parking lot in Texas. Fuck. I don't no, know, please. Dude. No, don't we're know. good. We're good. We're good on all that. We're good on all of that. Goodness gracious. That was a cherry on top of Wednesday show or Thursday show, whatever that was. All right. There you go. Before we get down another rabbit hole of stealing babies or uh, sniffing butts or maybe, you know, big wet butts. Who knows what's going on, my friends? <laughs> yeah, what I have any times to pop into the damn chat. Yeah, of I mean, any missed opportunity. I mean, I mean, yeah, for real. What the fuck were you guys doing? Either way, all good. No problem. Let's keep it moving. Keep it grooving. The final segment of the day. My motivation minutes. You know the drill. Friday, second of the two weekly John Wooden quotes. Monday's the first Friday. We wrap up the week with one. And this one I'm going to let you guys kind of spin on on your own. Um, I guess I kind of talk about it a, a, a lot. And it kind of like, it kind of speaks volumes to going through your process and, and, um, and always being kind of a sponge and always being willing to learn. So the quote for today to carry us all into the weekend through to next Monday. It's what you learn after you know it all that counts. It's what you learn after you know it all that counts. The hell does that mean? How do I, how do I learn after I know it all? Exactly. You can never know it all. The moment that you realize that you can never know it all and what you are is a being that is built to continually learn and become better and bigger and faster and stronger than what you are and that every level of our lives requires a new version of ourselves. Once you realize that that's the key to life, doors just start flying open for you left, right, and center. I can promise you that. I can promise you that. It is insane that when you just become a sponge and all you care about is becoming a better version of you, And how can I learn more about this? Or how can I learn to be more spiritual? How can I learn to be more at peace in this situation? How can I learn to be more dominant in this situation? How can I, whatever the case might be, how can I learn to be a better businessman? How can I learn to be a better salesman? How can I learn to be a better social media manager? Whatever it might be, whatever it might be, to always be constantly wanting to learn and I guess another perspective of this, once you reach that mountaintop, if you're chasing a dream, you're chasing a goal, you reach that mountaintop, everything you learn after the fact of that mountaintop is really what is going to take you and continue to stay on the peak. Because so many people get to that mountaintop and say, ah, I made it, baby. Nice, easy money. We did it. And they get lackadaisical and back down the other side of the slope they go before they even know what fucking hit them. And they don't stay going. They don't stay moving. They don't stay grooving. They don't stay learning. They don't realize that everything after you've already attained everything is what's really important because we're always in the process. We're always going out of one door into the next door. We hate the hallway sometimes. It's hell. I know it. I understand it. But the sooner you realize that's what this life is all about, the sooner it becomes a whole hell of a lot easier. And I ain't no genius. I ain't no swarmy. I ain't no shaman. I just wake up in the morning and do that shit. It makes my life pretty doggone easy. So, hey, just continue to learn, to grow, to advance, to chase after your dreams, to want more out of your life. If you feel stuck, then stop being stuck. 
Go fertilize somewhere else. You feel like the grass is growing under your feet? Get the fuck out and go find some barren land where nobody else is and start fertilizing, baby. Who knows? Maybe you just might sprout a tree that ain't nobody ever heard of before, but nobody can hear before because they don't have the delusion to know that it actually exists. But you do. So go fertilize that sound bitch. See if it sprouts up. It just might. And who knows? You might just be having the next million dollar idea. It might sound stupid and crazy and wild right now, but let me tell you, all the best people and all the best ideas are fucking crazy. Just playing. <laughs> Love you, my man. Uh, one more time for today's uh, John Wooden quote of the day. It's what you learn after you know it all that counts. And that does it for my Motivation Minutes of the day. Solid way to end the week, my man. Uh, of a, a very, very solid week of motivation minutes. Was uh, was dishing out some heat this week for sure. So if you uh, missed anything, I don't know where it was coming from. Hey, it's the big man upstairs was telling me what uh, what I needed to say. So hey, appreciate you. Thank you. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, go back. You need a little extra motivation, inspiration. I do it every day. Again, I'm not. I I don't know shit about shit. At the end of the day, I'm not. I'm a smart guy in some areas, but not really. I just, I, you know, I just kind of do my thing and, and, and stay in my lane. But at the end of the day, what I do like to do is, is help other people stay in their lane and continue to improve. So I will always, 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 point blank period, wherever we go, wherever I go, whatever we do, I will always bring you motivation minutes or inspiration in some shape, form, or fashion. That officially does it. There you go. There you have it. Okay, final time today, my friend. Anything else from your side of the screen? No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Saw the picture of the woman with the uh, the baby sale. Total stereotypical oh. Walmart ah. parking lot baby uh, baby purchaser, if you for will. Sure. You catch for my sure. drift. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm uh, already cooking up the old mugshot in my head for sure. <laughs> I already. I already, old people of Walmart, the old 2000 website. You ever, you ever go on the, go on that website, the people of Walmart, or, or like it was a, oh, maybe I it was think a so, social media day, day. Yeah. yeah, like it was like a 2000, 2005, and it was just nothing but Walmart stories, like some fucking 400 yeah. pound chick squeezed into an extra small pair of leggings, cheetah print leggings or some shit. Like, yeah. oh, you know the people we're talking about. There yeah. you go, there you have it. Sorry if you're one of them. <laughs> I highly doubt it. <laughs> All that being said, before it's we get into another fuck, yeah, that's definitely our market <laughs> for sure. Uh, if you get, before we get into another fucking rabbit hole, and we go way off the rails, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide, for myself and Mags. We can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by episode number 212 of the TTL pod. If you've been a member of the TTL squad, how about that? I'm a poet and I didn't even know it, uh, for the long haul here to you guys, to all you guys who are new on the train, whatever the case might be, thank you from the bottom of our hearts for all of your follows, your likes, your shares, your comments, your retweets, your views, your subscriptions, all the good stuff. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, as each week rolls on a every day rolls on we accomplish a little bit more we get to another little bit of a level and it's all because of you guys and we will continue to pump out the content we will continue to send the ttl sports media rocket ship straight to the moon just hang on if you didn't get a seat inside the rocket ship don't worry just grab onto the tether cord you'll be all right we'll send you down uh, one of them old uh one of them old masks so you don't die in the atmosphere we got your back don't worry outside of that 
We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Friday, unless you have any other plans. A terrific weekend filled with nothing but trips to the pay window. We'll see you tomorrow at 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, only on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter for Cup of Joe on Campus. But we'll see you back here on this show tomorrow, Monday, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. For now, lock in all of today's best bets. That way you can say right with me and my partner at the end of every single show. Let's cash some tickets.